The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, Bully Ray and I talk NXT from last night what a show we'll break it down especially with the face that runs the place and i'm not talking about aj styles i'm talking about braun breaker also the other face the one with impact wrestling and that is your impact world champion moose joins us right here on busted open Starting off, as they should, with your new NXT champion, Braun Breaker. And I thought uh, a really good showing for Braun Breaker going out there, cutting his first promo as your NXT champion. Um, Day by day, week by week, Braun Breaker keeps taking steps forward. Like what I see from him. And last night, between Braun and what they did with the, uh, the what's the kid's name? The Grayson kid who worked with uh, AJ Styles. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting a better idea of truly what they're doing in NXT and how, to me, the vision is very clear of what this show is supposed to be. I'm understanding more and more that despite us talking about NXT, supposed to be a developmental brand, the way they are peppering some stuff in, the way they are developing the talent, you can now see that they are specifically designing and developing talent for the main roster. So so it's a seamless transition. So the if Braun Breaker were to get called up tomorrow, if, if Grayson... Uh, as we saw him get called, uh, get a little bit of a taste last week, gets called up. It's the same person. Yep. It's Vince's vision and Bruce's vision and uh, whoever, Nick Khan's vision, whoever creative vision from day one. So that for the people who are watching NXT, if they get called up next week, you're getting the same exact character and we're seeing in nxt what it was supposed to be from day one whether you like it or not different story if you don't i i understand but this is what it was supposed to be yeah and and i'm one that doesn't but it doesn't matter obviously we're well past that now the black and gold 
uh, Brand is a distant memory at this point, and I think even further evidence of that last night as well. Um, but Braun Breaker is the face of this show, and he's young. I mean, he is extremely young, and he is new to this business as well, and he's your champion in your face. That screams like, Bully, when, when you, you said this last week, and Tommy also said it, Tommy mentioned college football. You mentioned, you know, AAA baseball. Whatever analogy you want to throw out there, that's what NXT 2.0 is. Now, I'm not saying that as a knock. That's not Dave LaGreca knocking NXT 2.0. That's just the fact. You know, when you look at NXT, when you look at Monday Night Raw and you look at SmackDown, and then you look at NXT 2.0, it is the college football. It is the AAA. This is developing talent and and not only developing talent, but developing characters. You know, follow my way of thinking here, Bully. NXT, the black and gold brand, did a great job of having a lot of indie wrestlers, Ring of Honor wrestlers, people from outside the WWE come into their world and show them how to wrestle in front of TV. Hey, these are the camera angles. These are certain things you have to do. But the characters that you saw on NXT definitely were different when they went up to the main roster. Like you just said, Bully, that is not going to be the case moving forward. Braun Breaker, when he finally does move to the main roster, is going to look exactly the same way that he does on NXT. That's why I mentioned college football and AAA. Again, not as a knock. This is truly now a developmental brand. And also, too, Bully, this is live. And I was the one that was screaming, hey, you're still live on Tuesday nights for two hours. Well, they know that, too. They're hoping there's enough enough WWE fans that want to see who the future stars are of the WWE, but also they're going to sprinkle in an AJ Styles here and there saying, all right, you know what? I just saw this play out on Raw. I want to see how this little story concludes on NXT. So they do have a game plan on how to keep viewers and get new eyes on the show. And if you remember uh, within the past year or so when it came to the black and gold brand, they the talent there, and I believe even Triple H, were talking about how the black and gold brand was a was a third brand. I mean, they even presented it that way at the Survivor Series a couple of years ago. And they dominated at that Survivor Series, by the way. I think that Survivor Series is a great... Uh, uh, is a is a very definitive night in which we can put our thumb on when it comes to how Vince viewed NXT then and how v- Vince viewed NXT when he decided to take it apart a couple of months ago. NXT shows up at the Survivor Series and dominates over Raw and SmackDown. Why? Because now it's a new third brand. It's a new show that's on USA. They're going up against AEW. So they want to use that brand as something as that's as big as SmackDown and Raw so that you tune in and to watch. And it was a hot product that was doing well that people were talking about. And despite the fact that it might not have been exactly what Vince wanted, it was quote unquote winning. It was winning at least over Raw and SmackDown. 
but it, NXT did not win when it come to when it came to Wednesday nights, and Vince wasn't willing to deal with that. I believe NXT would have still been around. The black and gold would have still been around as long it was as if it was to continue to win. And that's it. It stopped winning. Now we're going to strip it down. And now it's going to become what I originally wanted it to become. And last night, seeing Braun and seeing Walker and the way they're peppering in guys like AJ Styles to, to work with these NXT talents so they are accustomed to the Raw and SmackDown work. Yeah. Not like a Keith Lee who comes in, who's a, a, a 300 pounder who wants to work like he's a, you know, like he's a buck and a half. And Vince will just look at it and go, what the hell is going on? Or, or like what we're seeing with Rhea Ripley. Now with Rhea Ripley, I think it's an example of what we saw in NXT was much better than what we're seeing on the main roster. But what happened though, Bully, is that we had a perception of who Rhea Ripley was. This was the perception of Rhea Ripley. Now Vince decided to change that and the fans aren't really on board with it. But if we had never seen that Rhea Ripley in NXT, maybe it would have been easier to digest what we're seeing on the main roster. Not saying that we necessarily would like it, but we wouldn't be yelling and screaming at our TV saying, why aren't they using her the same way that she was being used on Tuesday nights? You could throw that out the window. And also, too, I'll, I'll say this, Bully. I talk a lot about the black and gold brand and that they would sell out arenas. They would sell out arenas when? They would sell out arenas around major pay-per-views with the WWE main roster. Would they sell out arenas around the country if they were doing a tour? You know, they were traveling, but they certainly weren't doing 15, 20,000 seat arenas. They were doing smaller venues. But they're also bringing in talent from other organizations, bully, which they probably had to pay, I would think, more than what they're paying some of the talent now in NXT. So not only is there the perception of that you lost on Wednesday nights with the black and gold brand, I'm sure it cost a lot of money to keep that black and gold brand together where financially this might be better suited for NXT right now as well. From what I understood, uh, the black and gold brand was doing just fine financially and surviving okay. on their own. So I, that's just what I heard. Can't really speak to it anything more than that. Um, like I've said before, when it comes to the world of the WWE, we can bitch, moan, and complain all we want. We can scream at the top of our lungs. It's always going to be done Vince's way. And now NXT is being done Vince's way. And last night, like I said, I got a, a really crisp picture of it. Do you like the way Braun Breaker is being built right now? Yes. Do you like the way, uh, what's the kid's name? Grayson Walker is being built right now. Sure. Yes. Okay. That's two talents that I can point to right off the bat and say 2.0 is getting it right with those guys can't argue with you i can't I, especially when it comes to braun breaker so it, it's gonna it's gonna take a little time eventually that black and gold taste will be out of everybody's mouth i mean last night another example with uh uh d'angelo and dunn right yeah dunn's done 
Hey everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here, and if you love football, you're going to love my podcast, The NFL Roadshow. With episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we cover every NFL angle and talk to guests from across the NFL world, Hall of Famers, analytics nerds, and I say that lovingly as someone who wants to be an analytics nerd very badly, fantasy football experts, all of it. They're discussions you're not going to find anywhere else. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Your Impact World Champion, Moose, joins us here uh, on Busted Open. Moose, how are you this morning? Um. Well, how you doing, David? What's up, Bully? Moose, how are you, bud? I'm doing well. Just in uh, Fort Lauderdale, doing some media tour, trying to promote um, the shows we have coming up at the end of the month. Awesome. I mean, how you feeling after this pay-per-view? You know, we talked about it a lot here on Busted Open. Hard to Kill, top to bottom was great, but especially, you know, one of the main event matches with you, Matt Cardona, and Morrissey. Uh, I feel like, excuse my language, shit right now. Um, okay. I took that huge table bump and I didn't land how I thought I was going to land. I missed the whole damn table. So my hip is feeling it real, um, really bad right now, but I'll be okay. But you're right, David, at the pay-per-view, so I've been in Impact for six years now and that pay-per-view was by far the best pay-per-view I ever been a part of um, from top to bottom. Um, I felt like the whole roster brought that A game um, for hard to kill. And 
Matt Cardona and um, Morrissey prove why they both should be in the main event picture. Um, and I think it's one of those things, I don't, I don't think they talk about Morrissey's um, story, his redemption story, um, as much as it should be talked about. Like, he went from living in the low, probably the lowest part of his life to now coming away from his um, drinking and all that. And now he's in the main event and he's gotten so much better um, since he's left WWE. Same thing with um, Cardona and they did a hell of a job this past weekend. And I'm so proud of those two guys. Moose, um, I'm happy to hear you bring up the story of Morrissey because I am a huge fan of reality in wrestling. I don't like canned storylines. I don't like storylines that are made up out of thin air. If there is something very real that we can sink our teeth into, I think we should run with it. Morrissey having the story, just like you said, of redemption. Um, we love a great comeback story and the pro wrestling business and pro wrestling fans are very forgiving. Why don't you think impact has taken advantage of his story or is it just too personal of a story to tell? Oh, and maybe it's too personal. Um, and maybe he doesn't want it out there. Um, it's like he has to I feel like impact is great on respecting what the talent wants and maybe that's just his personal choice that he doesn't want it out there but just being just knowing him over the last year and since he's came in and me hearing things about what he went through and how he is now is like man like if he ever wants it out there that could make for a big baby face story or like I mean that redemption is just crazy. Like uh, uh, knowing what he's he's going through and having friends who personally went through that same stuff, I know how difficult it can be. And um, I mean, he turned his life around and he looks like a million bucks. So um, if he ever decides to let that story be known, I mean, that that could easy way to easily turn a baby face. Like <laughs> Moose, you just, you just said he looks like a million bucks. I mean, if you're saying that Morrissey looks like a million bucks, then you got to look like 10 million bucks right now because you've listen, you've always been in phenomenal shape. Um, you, you've always looked great, but right now, I mean, you're shredded. How did you go from the shape that you were in a couple of years ago to the incredible, like almost stage ready shape that you're in right now? Was it, was it more cardio? Was it heavier lifting? Was it all diet? How did you get there? Um, it was a little bit of everything. Um, definitely the diet. Um, definitely more cardio. It's just consistency. Um, like, it was one of those things where I took something out of the negativity of what the world is going through right now with the COVID. And it was one of those things where I was like, okay, there's COVID going on. I can't go anywhere. I have to be home. I might as well use this time and I'm home to do something positive with it. And um, I decided that this was a great time to stop eating the McDonald's and the pizza and actually get on a, on a strict diet plan. And I mean, I had a bunch of gym equipment to my house. So I, I just told myself, you know what, I'm just going to use this time to focus on my body and one thing I me and Scott already always talked about about this to be a total package in wrestling, you have to have the look, 
the in-ring work and the promos. And I, I felt like I had the in-ring work and the promos, but I just didn't have the look. So it was one of those things that I was like, I'm going to use this time with COVID to work on getting the look. So, and that's what I did. What's the toughest give up when you're talking about like you were going to get yourself into extra fit shape while you were home and you talked about that there's certain foods that you stayed away from. What was the toughest give up for you? Um, definitely sweets. I'm a big sweets guy. Cake, cookies, donuts. So like cutting those things out was definitely hard. I mean, don't get me wrong. It'll be times where I have a cheat meal and then for like two, three hours, I was just indulging all those things. But that's like once every two weeks. Like it's not every day like it used to be, you know. Moose, have you ever sucked the jelly out of a jelly donut and then refilled it with chocolate swirl ice cream and put it in the microwave for 10 seconds and then eat it? God. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is don't, don't, uh, ask Tommy Dreamer amazing. about it he could tell you <laughs> yeah. Moose don't listen to him because you talk to Bully for five minutes and the next thing you know you're going to you gain 10 pounds cake and jelly <laughs> yeah. donuts in another hand um, I, I want to get you know obviously you had a football career half a dozen years with the NFL which is you know that's a tremendous feat unto itself to be able to have a career in the NFL. And then you decided to make, uh, to get into the world of pro wrestling. And it's been a journey now that you've been now a part of wrestling for a decade. Now you're with a company in a home with impact wrestling. Um, they believe in you, but also Moose, I, I have to say that you believe in them. I'm, I'm sure you've had other offers with other organizations, but you decided to stay with impact. And obviously now it's paying off. What is it about Impact Wrestling that made you decide this is the home, this is where I want to be? Um, I know I, I just re-signed with Impact in July, I want to say, June or July, whenever. And, I mean, it was a hard decision because there were other offers. There was a chance for me to go to WWE and um, AEW is out there. It's just one of those things where I'm one of those guys where um, I have a set of goals that I want to accomplish and if I don't accomplish those goals, it's not going to um, sit right with me. And there were some goals that I had in mind to accomplish with Impact Wrestling, like being a world champion, being the face of the company, having a, um, a world, a proper, a real world title run, because um, I didn't consider when I had the TNA heavyweight champion as a real run, because obviously we know the story of how I got it. Um, but I, I wanted the real run with the impact world champion just to see um if how my run would be different than the guys in the past who held it um and i just didn't sit right leaving to go somewhere else without accomplishing some of those goals so um ultimately that was my decision to stay and i mean it was a good one i I think one of the reasons why people choose impact the country is because of the freedom of creativity you know um well you go elsewhere and your your characters in their hands per se like so they they run your character however they see fit where in impact you have freedom to create what moose should be and what josh alexander should be and what eddie edwards should be so i feel like a lot of guys want that freedom to create what their character should be 
And I think that's why a lot of guys choose to come to Impact. Bushi talked about how in certain other companies, you're not going to have the same freedom and say that you do an impact. And I would agree with that. I would assume you're referring to the WWE because that's probably the one company out there where the least amount of freedom is given to talent. Recently, WWE Hall of Famer Booker T went on record to say that he would love to see you in the ring with the Roman Reigns. How did you feel about Booker's comments and how would you feel about an opportunity to face Roman Reigns? Um, it was definitely surreal when Booker T um, made that statement. I mean, because he um, obviously he thinks highly of me if he was to say something like that. So that was definitely surreal to me, being a big fan of his. But I agree with him. Um, I'm highly confident in my abilities and um, I'm looked at as right now because I am the Impact World Champion as the face of Impact Wrestling. And um, obviously, we all know how great Roman Reigns is. I mean, he has a, I mean, if you say the name Roman Reigns, you know what all comes with it. So I don't have to put him over because we all know how great he is. And he's the face of that company. So, I mean, And he's a great wrestler, obviously. So um, I think we have different styles. And um, we all know styles make matches, right? Um, I think put me and him in the ring, it will be a phenomenal match. Um, And with this whole Forbidden Door thing being... This has been a crazy year and a half because we've seen things in wrestling that we've never seen. At least I have never seen. So... Who knows? It could be something that could happen. And I mean, why not? Why wouldn't I want to wrestle a guy who's considered probably the best wrestling in in our industry right now? And um, like I said, I, I'm highly confident in my abilities. And I also feel like I'm one of the best wrestlers in this industry. And I think it would make for a really good dream match. Hearing the announcement that Mickey James, you know, who's the Impact Knockouts champion, is going to make an appearance at the Royal Rumble. I mean, it does seem like this is more than just fantasy booking by fans. Like, this could be a reality after seeing what we saw last week, right? Right. It definitely could be. Like, um, I would never have guessed that WWE would let something like that happen. Um, letting somebody that's a champion so it never come from one of another company come through the Royal Rumble. Nobody would have guessed that that would happen, and it's happening. So who knows how far this could go, you know? So I guess we just have to hope for the best and see where it goes. I definitely agree with that. Um, Whenever uh, I'm talking to talent about um, the next level and how you get to the next level. Um, we, uh, we always need somebody standing across from us that we can aspire to work up to. Is there anybody in impact or anybody out there that you'd love to be standing across from that you haven't been able to do yet because you feel that this person, whether it would be a promo or in the ring could take you to the next level? I'm definitely looking forward to because I know it's inevitable and it's gonna, definitely going to happen, right? Um, because of what happened at Bound for Glory. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to when me and Josh Alexander face off because I know it's coming soon. And I, I know that's a matchup everybody wants to see because of how I got the Impact World Championship. And right now, I'm the um, 
it's it, it it makes a great story because I'm essentially the biggest heel in the company and Josh is the biggest baby face in the company. Um, so I, I can't wait to see how that story plays. And um, obviously Josh is one of, I personally feel like he's one of the best wrestlers out there right now. And um, he's had an incredible 2021 and I could say the same for myself. So um, we definitely have, two different styles and like I said earlier styles make matchups and um I think he's a match that I could take him to a different level that he hasn't been to and he definitely could take me to a level I haven't been um uh, been to um because of our different styles and um I can't wait for that matchup to happen whenever it does uh Moose do you get excited uh this time of year uh wrestling aside you know you had a pretty good career in the NFL, some really good games with the Atlanta Falcons. Like, uh, do you get excited when uh, the NFL playoff season starts? Um, to be honest, I don't even watch football. So, wow. Uh, yeah, I don't watch it at all. It's like um, a lot of people don't know this. I, I was never a big. Fo- I was never a football fan. I just something I was luckily good at. Um, but didn't care for football at all. I couldn't even tell you who's in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, um, so I don't get excited at all. I'm more of a basketball guy, so. Okay. Was Mike Smith the coach when you were with the Falcons? Was it Mike Smith? Mike Smith was the coach when I was there. And then my rookie year, it was Jim Moore. Okay. And then I had, um. Sorry, go ahead. So I had the guy who quit for a little bit. I forgot what his name was. He was the he came in after Jim Moore came in and he coached us for like maybe ten games and then quit and went back to Louisville. He came from Louisville. I can't think of his name right now. Um, but yeah, Moose, a uh, pretty broad stroke question here. But for you, which was more difficult, making making it in the world of the NFL or making it in pro wrestling? Um, making it in the world of pro football was definitely difficult because I had no passion to do it. Um, so I, it was way harder because, like, I didn't love it. I actually hated it, but I was just luckily good at it. So every time I went to work, it was I had to force myself to get up to wow. go to work. And every time I had a game, I had to force myself to be in the right mindset to play a game where wrestling has been easy because I actually love this. Like um i get i'm like one of those kids like right the day before the pay-per-view i was like man i can't wait to sleep so i could wake up and start getting ready for this pay-per-view i was that excited where there was no time in my football career where i actually i ever felt that it was like having to go to that job that you really hate but pays a lot of money so you do it anyway that's what football was to me so i would say football was harder (laughs) Well, now I can understand why you don't watch it because when you said the, yeah. when you gave that answer, I was like, "Gee, I wonder why." It almost it, at first I thought, "Well, maybe he's bitter that he's not in the NFL anymore." But it, it's it's exactly the opposite. You just you just never liked it, and now it makes perfect sense. No, I never sense. liked it. Yeah, yeah. so it's definitely harder to be a football player because I just didn't like it. So yeah, so it it was a lot of days I wanted to quit, but then. I would think about how much I was going to get paid on Wednesday. And I was like, uh, I'll stay one more. I'll stay one more week. Uh, 
Uh, well, you know what? God bless that you're doing something that you really love. Uh, and the fact that, yeah. like, you just said, like, a morning, uh, the night before pay-per-view is like, you know, Christmas, you know, Christmas Eve because you're waiting for Christmas morning. I mean, that's like, a yeah. blessing. It's like so, Christmas Eve, yeah. It's like, I'm a little kid. Like, man, I can't, I can't wait to start getting dressed for this pay-per-view. Or I can't wait to get through my routine to, like, it's like, I'm, it's like I'm a kid again, like, when it comes to professional wrestling, so. Well, I'll say this. Impact is lucky to have you because you're doing amazing things, and it sounds like you're happy with Impact Wrestling, and you have performances like the one we saw on Saturday in that main event at Hard to Kill. Uh, few can argue how great you really are, and like you said, who knows, with the Forbidden Door and all these things that are happening in the world of wrestling, maybe we will see you in a match with Roman Reigns one day. So, so Moose, congratulations on all the success, and thanks for the time this morning. All right, thank you. Thanks for having me. You guys have a great rest of the day. Take care, Moose. Keep up the good work. All right. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Producers are very own diva Gabby Laspisa and Andre Viola. Sound designed by Neri Bayon. Special thanks to SiriusXM's Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.